We're glad you're listening to Rama for Today. If you notice, we often get attacked by the enemy after we've had a supernatural experience. Anybody ever notice that? It's the enemy wants to try to steal from you. Now, one of the reasons he wants to attack you right after you've had a, an experience, supernatural experience, is because you're usually, your guard is down. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's radio offer. Tomorrow is the last day. Right now, let's join Kenneth W. Hagan with his teaching, The Master Restorer. Well, you know, last week, because of the renovation around here, I started a series called Restoration Series. You know, and last week, remember, I talked about he's the master restorer, that God would do it again. And uh, over and over again, he did. In the Bible, you can see that he would come in and restore the people. And so today I'm talking about turnaround. You know, uh, we may think it's impossible, but with God, it's possible. If you believe that all things are possible, then it's not impossible. So I want to look at a Bible character that I think is one of the, it's the greatest story of forgiveness and restoration in the Bible, I think. It is Joseph. His, his story shows forgiveness and restoration. Now let's look at Genesis 37. Genesis 37. We're not going to read all. If you want to read all there, go there and know those scriptures and read the whole story. I'm just going to read from bits and pieces of it. 37, 5. Now Joseph had a dream and he told it to his brothers and they hated him even more. So he said to them, please hear this dream which I have dreamed. Now it says they hated him even more. Joseph was Jacob's or Israel as his name was changed to. Uh, favorite son. He had made him a coat of many colors and given to him. If you, how many of you know the story of Joseph? Oh yeah, most of you do. So now he starts having these dreams. There we were building sheaves in the field. Then behold, my sheave arose and also stood upright. Indeed, your sheaves stood all around and bowed down to mine. His brother said to him, Shall you indeed reign over us, or shall you indeed have dominion over us? So they hated him even more for his dreams and for his words. Then he deemed still another dream and told it to his brother and said, Look, I've dreamed another dream, and this time the sun, the moon, and the eleven stars bowed down to me. So he, he told it to his father and his brothers, and his father rebuked him and said to him, What is this dream you have dreamed? Shall your mother and I and your brothers indeed come to bow down to the earth before you? And his brothers envied him, but his father kept the matter in mind. Here we see 
Joseph at this time was probably in his late teens, 17, 18 years old. We don't know for sure. And he had this supernatural dreams and now he shares them with his family. But they say, wait a minute, this is ridiculous. We're gonna bow down to you. You the, you the youngest one of the bunch. And so, well, he was next to the youngest. His father even rebuked him. And uh, so now here they are. In this situation, Joseph is there. So nobody believes him. Nobody wants to listen to him. You know, sometimes when you share what God has told you, uh, you'll often find that people, even in your own family, will rise up against you. See, the enemy will do whatever he can to keep you from experiencing what he has for you. So the enemy now comes to steal, kill, and destroy Joseph so he cannot be what God had for him to do. Now here he is and he's, his dad tells him, said, hey, go check on your brothers. They're out there somewhere with tending the flocks. So he went out to look for his brothers and he asked a guy and, and he said, well, they've left here and they've gone over there. So he went over there where he was. And if you'll read the story, they said, behold, the dreamer cometh and they get all upset at him. And so in Genesis 37, 24, we pick up again. Then they took him and cast him into a pit. First, they wanted to kill him and the other brother said, no, let's don't kill him. So they put him in this empty pit where there's no water in it. And they thought that he would just be in there and couldn't get out and he had died of starvation. They took his coat and they killed an animal and they shredded the coat, his coat of many colors and put the blood all over it so they could take it back to his father and tell his father that, that an animal had killed Joseph. So they then, after they put him in the pit, they sat down to eat their meal and they lift their eyes and look and they saw a company of the Ishmaelites coming from Gilead and with their camels bearing spices, bombs, myrrh on their way to them to Egypt. So Judah said to his brothers, what profit is there if we kill our brother and conceal his blood? Come, come on, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites and let not our hand be upon him for he's our brother and our flesh. And his brothers listened and the Midianite traders passed by. So the brothers pulled Joseph up out of the pit and sold him to the Ishmaelites for 20 shekels of silver. And they took him to Egypt. Now he gets down to Egypt He's thrown in a pit. He's sold to the slave traders. And man, that's bad. Joseph in a bad way, but it gets worse. Here he is into Egypt and they get him down there. So they sell him to Potiphar and he becomes the ruler in Potiphar's house. And we'll see that God's hand is upon him. Now Potiphar's wife accuses him of rape and he gets thrown into prison. And it looked like that 
none of this is ever going to come to pass. You know, actually in Psalms talking about Joseph in Psalms uh, 105, 18, it, it says they bruised his feet with fetters and placed an iron collar on his neck. In prison, though, he, he becomes uh, the leader in the prison. We'll, we'll read about, I'll read that to you in a minute. And so then Pharaoh's cupbearer and his chief baker, they had dreams and uh, they didn't know how to interpret them. So Joseph interpreted them for them. The cupbearer in three days was going to get released and be restored to his position. The baker was going to be in three days was going to be killed. If you read the story. So now here he is, and he tells the cupbearer, hey, don't forget me when you get to the king. Help me out. But the cupbearer forgot him. Now I imagine in all of this that Joseph is wondering, where is God? What about my dreams? See, if you notice, we often get attacked by the enemy after we've had a supernatural experience. Anybody ever noticed that? It's the enemy wants to try to steal from you. Now, one of the reasons he wants to attack you right after you've had a, an experience, supernatural experience, is because you're usually, your guard is down. It's sort of like when, you, when you're playing football and you win a really tough game the coach has to sort of get you in the locker room on Monday if that's on Friday night and say listen boys that was a great win but we got another game Friday night now come on let's get, let's get with it Cause, and a lot of times after you have won a game like that you lose the next game anybody ever know what I'm talking about how many have been there done that? <laughs> yeah, well, a lot of us have. You know why? Because we're still rejoicing in our victory and we're not ready for the fight. We're not ready. That's why the enemy can't try. So always stay ready. I have one, I have one coach that told us, the football guys, he said, he said, don't ever relax. Be ready to hit or be hit. Don't ever relax. I don't care if the whistle blows. You're walking back to the huddle. Don't ever relax till you get in that huddle. Always be ready to be hit or, or hit somebody. Because you're ready. You're, you're tense. When you're relaxed, you, can, you get hurt a lot easier. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? Come on now. Here we are. Joseph. He's in this position. And the devil has overwhelmed him. And the devil comes in like to us sometimes. But you know, in Isaiah 59, 19, it says when the enemy comes in like a flood, that he'll raise up a standard against him. You know, it says, it tells us in John 10, 10, we know that the, the thief has come except to steal, kill, and destroy. But I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Now, Joseph didn't give up. He served faithfully. 
Even in Potiphar's house, he became the chief servant. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. We're offering This Is The Day, a single DVD by Kenneth E. Hagan, a book by Kenneth W. Hagan entitled Avoiding the Trap of Being Offended, and lastly, a single CD by Lynette Hagan called Using Stumbling Blocks as Stepping Stones. All these items at the special discounted price of $30. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Well... You hear me say all the time, thank you for helping us bring hope, help, and healing to the world. Well, we have word partners. And a word partner is a person that prays for us regularly. Yes. And then sends an offering at least once a month, whatever they can afford, to help us to keep Rama going. It helps pay the tuition for Part of the tuition. Part of the tuition. We keep our tuition low no, at Rhema Bible Training. For the Rhema Bible Training yes. Center. It helps us to travel all over and do these conferences and go all over. That when we say thank you for helping us. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth W. Hagen with his teaching, The Master Restorer. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.